1: Welcome back uh, to uh, Thursday, April 1st, 2021. I've had trouble with the dates all, all month. I think I'm still messed up from uh, from February 28th being February 28th. I, it throws me off. I'm not good until April 1, and it is April 1, so I'll be good from now on out. 602 508 602 Uh, Open lines from uh, here on out. Anything you want to talk about, I have a bunch of stuff I do, but you feel free to weigh in on it or anything else. It was only yesterday, only yesterday, that we were talking about the Kitty Genovese case and the phenomenon of pluralistic ignorance. Pluralistic ignorance. Do you know the story of Kitty Genovese in the 60s? A woman who, in Kew Gardens, was being assaulted and beaten, and the crowd just stood by and around, and later, when interviewed, said they didn't want to get involved. You can call that the bystander effect if you want, but I like the pluralistic ignorance because I think it has so many more broad uses. And essentially it stands for this, that people in a group will act one way that is in distinction from how they would act on their own. They are influenced by each other's members of the group's values. So if you have a group of, uh, let's say, 15, you know, people, 15 people two or three or four of them are, you know, better than average types, boy scout types. It could be the case that the rest of the group by not wanting to get involved in overseeing something changes their minds into indolence in action as well. It's where the the group changes as one dynamic the dynamics the individuals believe in or would otherwise engage in were they not in that group. And in this case, we're talking about groups of spectators. Son of a gun. We're just talking about that yesterday when this horrible case, horrible case out of Midtown uh, Manhattan is shown around TV today. Did you see it? Horrible. Sixty five year old Asian woman just getting pummeled in broad daylight by a man pushed down to the concrete, kicked and kicked and kicked, and um, victim terribly hospitalized. And then they put out all these videos of people just standing around doing nothing, doing nothing. And it made me think of this all over again pluralistic ignorance or was it the community that didn't want to get involved in a racial assault this turned out to be a black man with a very very violent past including homicide he had no business being on the streets in the first place but in any event a black man pummeling this 65 year old asian woman maybe people are just too afraid but you think of the men of flight 93 don't you Just average businessmen, much maligned in our culture. Thank God they didn't engage in pluralistic ignorance. Thank God they said, let's roll, and knew that if they were successful, people would die. Knew that if they were unsuccessful, more people would die. Just average businessmen. This bystander effect, boy, I'll tell you, you're seeing more. This is what we were talking about yesterday. You're seeing more and more of it. People videotaping, more interested in capturing on their cell phone something bad taking place than doing something about it, perhaps using their cell phone to call 911, perhaps summoning a group of people to help out. They'd rather get the credit for having become some kind of new modern-day Zapruder, where they captured it on film and could have 15 minutes of fame for that filming, unless maybe they're capturing it on film for a good reason, to, back, to keep it for evidence for later. But why are you letting it happen as evidence for later when you can stop it from happening in the first place? Why create a problem to solve a problem? Why not just solve a problem? This is the problem with our culture and our country right now. Too much plural ignorance, pluralistic ignorance. I suppose when you downgrade and take away and diminish and vitiate and water down and embarrass people for engaging in martial virtue or, um, or, or, or Western-type Western grit, if you will, if you start downgrading the point of heroism— This is what you get. You get a confederacy of dunces or a pluralism of ignorances and not of ignorance and not heroes. And not just fellow citizens who, who, um, who see the pain of another human being. And put to truth the wisdom of John Donne that the pain of any man or death of any man diminishes me because I find myself a part of my unkind. When you downgrade the value of life, which you do at infancy, and bring up a culture that celebrates so much violence and so much non-judgmentalism and so m- many attacks on reliable standards of right and wrong... When you put a society through that and you see studies that came out like the one yesterday that shows church membership is at its lowest in American history, something just below 50%, I believe the number was. You laugh at honor and find traitors in our midst. You have made men without chests and you now have to suffer the consequences of soft-bellied men instead of men with chests, instead of rugged individualism. Instead of rugged individualism, you get pluralistic ignorance. I suppose if you call boys toxically masculine, and if you make them ashamed of anything considered masculine, and if you can create a society that, um, that tells you that there is um, there's no consensual criteria for assigning sex at birth. And that, um, and that uh, it's not pr- possible to know a person's gender identity at birth, as CNN tells you. Or if you have famous stars like Padma Lakshmi saying parents who don't listen to their children about these things are not suited for parenthood you realize you have created not rugged individuals. You haven't even created a mature and adult society. You've created a more immature, a jejun society that treats the most serious of questions with the most cavalier of attitudes and wraps them up in the mantle of obvious objective science. Of course it's old-fashioned to think a person's gender is a person's gender. Of course it is. Of course gender dysphoria exists. And of course if a girl decides she's a boy or a boy decides he's a girl, they should be able to be considered whatever it is they decide. Of course 16-year-old girls are smart enough to make autonomous decisions about full double mastectomies because they want to be boys and other kinds of ectomy choices that boys make because they want to be girls. Of course, at 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16, you know what you should be and what you should want in a society that tells you differently as a paternalistic society. This is a society that needs a little more paternalism, I say. Or children are children and adults are adults. It's an odd and sick society, as a listener pointed out yesterday, Don. It's an odd and sick society that can look at a baby and not tell you whether it's a boy or a girl, but can look at that same baby and based on the color of its skin tell you that it's racist or not. That could be the society's obituary right there. Let me tell you about my friend Solar Sandy. She brings integrity back to solar in Arizona. The actual difference between Solar Sandy and other solar companies is that she figured out how to truly zero out your power bill. It's so important when going solar, you do it the right way. And my friend Solar Sandy has that formula. She wants to put more of your hard-earned money back in your pocket. And when you go solar, Solar Sandy will pay 12 months of your solar payments. Any portion of your power bill for the first 12 months and as a tribute to March Madness, Solar Sandy's promotion for her first 50 families, they will receive a $1,000 signing bonus. That's right. No solar panel payment, no power bill for 12 months, and a $1,000 bonus at signing. There's no better time to go solar with Solar Sandy than right now. Go to AskSolarSandy.com. Again, that's asksolarsandy. Dot com. Tell her Seth sent you six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero is my number and Mike's in Maricopa. Hi, Mike.
2: Yes. Good afternoon, Seth.
1: Good afternoon. Excellent
2: program. Thanks. Uh, you know, you were talking right before the break. You were talking about these people filming and not doing anything. Yes, sir. I, I would uh, suggest that maybe what has happened in this country is we've gone from a meritocracy to a mediocrity and it boils down to the least common denominator.
1: Do do it again. Do that again. We've gone from a meritocracy. Yeah, based on merit to mediocrity. Mediocrity, Meteoroc- okay, a mediocracy.
2: Yep, the the least common denominator. Uh, you know I called a couple of weeks ago and I had made a suggestion that to raise the American people's Understanding of about what's going on like they do with the COVID about how many people got sick and how many people have died a daily ticking ticker going by and this is one news item this kind of might show my point of exactly what I'm trying to get across the, the Honduran president's brother Tony Hernandez he was convicted of drug trafficking and he got life plus 30-year sentence here in the United States. Uh, he was convicted, he was found guilty in October of 2019 of smuggling tons of cocaine into the U.S., and the prosecutor said that he had bribed law enforcement officials and was also complicit in at least two murders. And we hear absolutely nothing in the media about that.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at that story right now, Mike. It's a hell of a story. Um, And it looks like it involves a Washington, D.C. law firm as well. Wow. I'm going to do a little more digging into that. I appreciate you uh, tipping us off. You know, you raise an interesting ancillary question with that point, uh, story, Mike, and it's this. Uh, I was listening to an interview between two people earlier. I think it was on the Gorka show. And he was talking about, he was talking with a guest who was telling him a story, somewhat like yours, Mike, you know, a story that just the media is ignoring. And Gorka was talking about, you know, the problem with the media not reporting these kinds of things is how will the American people ever know? And this guest, who's conservative, said something that I've been thinking about all afternoon, and you're kind of a proof one way of it. He said, "Um, you know, I have really just given up on the media, and I don't think it matters that I have, he said. The guest did. He said, "Um, I'm not going to hope for them. I'm not going to hope for them to revive or cover anything I think important or that I think the American people should know. They've proven they're not going to, and I don't think it'll matter. Because Americans have a way of finding out the most importance of things themselves these days. That last part, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. I want it to be true. And, Mike, what you did here is a good example of how you make it true. You have someone call a show and give us a point to further that isn't regularly covered in the media. But are we I wonder what your opinion is or others as well are we at a point where we can totally just dismiss the importance of the media I'm not sure we are I'm not sure we are we might be getting closer every day but I'm not sure we're there yet
0: I think we have
2: to weed through the things and use a little bit of discernment to find out what's you know relevant and not relevant and not be manipulated as an example, real quick, I, I number one, I want to tell you thank you very much for having Sheriff Lamb on here, and you know about this because you had mentioned it the other day that you were surprised about how long the story about the border is sticking around. Usually, it's like here gone yeah. tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's gone like, now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone now, almost. Yeah, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, obviously, i will put it this way, you know. And I—it's—it's it's not always a good idea to make comparisons. Yeah. Go well if it was so and so's yeah, right. brother, you right. know. We would hear all about yeah. it. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure if it was Donald Trump's brother that yeah. got busted for uh, importing tons of cocaine and murder, we'd hear it nonstop, wall to wall. And, and you know, whatever happened to that Mayor Cuomo story of about the people dying in the nursing homes and his um, relations? Yeah, Governor with, Cuomo. Yeah, yeah.
1: There, yeah, in fact, <laughs> there have been more women since the last we reported on this last week when the number was at seven. There are now nine, and the story is less important.
2: Well, I'm sure he's wiping the sweat off of his brow, going, "Boy, I'm glad they're not talking about me." Nation, I'm glad there's now, an infrastructure
1: and border deal. Yeah, yeah. yep. We yeah.
2: Talk about the border. Now everybody's going to forget about the border, and yeah. then everybody's going to sit here and debate the 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 new infrastructure bill. Yeah. And then in next week it'll be something else. Or. You know, it'll be George Floyd or something that the way that the media wants to steer us into a perception of, you know, like I say, it has to do with discernment. And there are websites out there. Some of them are more reliable than others where you can get the news and things like that. But uh, there was something also there was like uh, down in South Texas, uh, they in the last four days, they had confiscated 50. Million dollars of methamphetamine.
1: Yeah, yeah, nothing going on. Yeah, um, you used a great word there, Mike, and it's a word we could all afford to use a little more. Discernment. We 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 need to use our discernment. That was the word you used, and I love I love that word. It uh, it comes from the Latin to mean uh, differentiated or separate. Separate. As to separate true and false, truth, truth and falseness, truth, true and truth and falsity, true and false. As to as to separate between between the 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 right and the wrong, the good and the bad, the true and the false. There's an interesting prayer. I'll leave you with this. It's I've said a a lot about Good Friday, or some about Good Friday. I'll say some about. Jewish faith as well, that, that whenever I think of the word discernment, you know, the Jews have a, um, at the end of a Sabbath, at the end of a Saturday night, you know, or at the beginning of Saturday night, at the end of Sabbath, they say a prayer, that ending of which is all about having discernment, and the prayer is called separation, Havdallah means separate, and it um, says, blessed are you God who distinguishes between the sacred and the profane, between light and dark, and between good and bad. We need more discernment on ourselves, in ourselves, within ourselves. Thank you, Mike. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. 602 Open lines the rest of the way out. Uh, Bill, can we start that bumper with the lyrics? I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it's too much of a wind up otherwise. You betcha. Mark is in Scottsdale. Hi, Mark.
0: Hey, how are you today? I'm
1: doing well. How are you?
0: Well, I'm good. I was just tuned in and was listening to you discuss with someone uh, whether or not uh, we're at a point that we don't have to rely on media to get the word out, and I found that interesting. I think that's true for most of us, that we can discern what's right and wrong and where to get good news and uh, and so forth. But Unfortunately, uh, my belief is that for the masses, um, they are living on sound bites, And it it just came to mind back when uh, the Amy Coney Barrett um, nomination was underway, was talking to a gal at work, and she said, well, I just think it's terrible. I mean, this woman is so unqualified, it's just, uh, you know, why would she even be up for consideration? And I said, like... (laughs) <laughs> Where did you get that? And she's well from the news I listen to. They they just, you know, she just I don't even know why Trump would have nominated her. She has no qualifications. Yeah. And I just I mean, I just stopped even talking. I, I, I shook my head and walked in the other direction. Um, so that's why I guess I'm worried about.
1: It begs a certain question. It begs a certain. It begs, it begs. It begs. There's a lot here in this story, Mark, and 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 it begs a, a certain question. I'm dying to know. I I don't know if there's any way you would ever know. Did she ever learn otherwise? Who knows, um, right? You
0: know I I don't I don't think so. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't think so, so. That that kind of
1: disproves this person's point a little bit, doesn't it? We're not there it, yet. It
0: certainly does. Yeah, and you know, and I and I don't, I don't want to get uh, you know religious on this, but it it also brings back uh, you know a uh, a saying, I guess that uh, I think it was Paul writing to the Thessalonians when he was talking about you know Satan kind of putting out deceitfulness, and he said for this God, for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. And I mean, day after day, it just seems like I turn on the news, and that verse comes to mind. It's like, where, where did somebody come up with this that right is wrong, and wrong is right, and up is down, and down is up? And I mean, it's just, um, it's just a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So, with that. Um, well, before you go, well, I, I, I wish I had it, a little b- more positive spin to put on things, <laughs> but uh, but before I, you hang I up,
1: worry about <laughs> news. thank you for your call, but don't hang up yet. I have. Uh, I have a follow up for you uh okay. which is um have you ever made any headway or he- uh, uh, in- into convincing someone who was wrongly uh, uh
0: you know what informed. unfortunately I haven't I've got I've got some friends who I I cannot believe they're they they're normal people they but but I I've never really been able to convince somebody to change their, their line of thinking. And, yeah. and that's discouraging. Yeah. I mean, I, I try to turn them on to talk shows that, that I listen to. I try to send them to, uh, you know, uh, Prager you, you know, some of the videos that the dentist does, um, that, that just seems so common sense. And yet I, I, I don't, I don't know how to convince people to, to, think otherwise.
1: The last thing I wanted to ask you, because I'm just curious about life, and it was a very nice way you entered the show. You said you had just tuned in. You just got in your car and tuned in or something like that. Isn't that what you said? I think that's what you said. That is, yeah. That's right. So I'm just so curious about, because I have no idea what's going on in Phoenix from three to six. I have a better idea of what's going on in some respects Uh, Everywhere else but right here because I'm in this, you know, locked underground bulletproof windowless facility. What were you doing up until you tuned into the show? I'm just curious.
0: I I was at work. What do you do? Um, I, I... In... Uh, I'd prefer not. To yeah, fair
1: enough. But you were in work. You were at work, and you're getting off work, or you're going on a lunch break, or something yeah. like that. And you tuned no, in. I'm just,
0: just getting off work. Love it. Love um, it. You
1: know. I love it. I love the idea that someone gets off work and says, "Let's go see what Liebsen's got." I love that, Mark.
0: Absolutely, thank I, you. I, every, every night driving home. God every bless night you. Driving home.
1: I love that. Call again. I liked your perspective. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Very sir.
0: Very good. Well, you, you get emails from me from time to time. I, yes, I now know who I'm you driving. are. You
1: bet. Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Thank you, and Godspeed. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. Anson Williams is seventy-one. It's a weird way to end a segment, but I'll tell you why I did that when we come back. welcome back to the Seth Leson show six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero there's a few things on my mind you know, something I haven't weighed in on is the odd ca- <coughs> excuse me is the odd case of Matt Gates and um, I haven't weighed in on it because it took me a while to understand it and <coughs> if your only understanding is from his only television interview on it tucker carlson's show uh much uh, much seen now interview you wouldn't understand it as tucker said he didn't but you read a little more and you understand it a little better um but now of course if you're cnn you engage in a cascade of new allegations against matt gates uh the latest ones i don't need to get into them uh has to do with pictures but um I'll just say this. My standard with Andrew Cuomo and with Brett Kavanaugh and with Matt Gaetz, as, was, as it was with Bill Clinton or anyone an allegation is made against, is life is a lot more than what CNN thinks is the first most important thing. And they've had to make so many corrections about so many political opponents, and they've had to pay out defamation awards to people like Nick Sandman of Covington High School because they got the narrative so 180 degrees wrong in an effort to make a political point that their facts were literally wrong. They literally defamed Nick Sandman, in trying to make a political point, high school student. There have been so much of this that I, I I I truly do think people should be given the benefit of the doubt when they tell us they should be given the benefit of the doubt. I add that last part because there are some people who right away say, yep, mm-hmm. Like Jim McGreevy, I think, would have been an example of that. And maybe that one governor of New York... Elliot Spitzer maybe was closer to that. They just, yep, you got me. I apologize. I sinned. I'm going to try and do better or whatever they say. I think the benefit of the doubt does go to them and that we do have to wait. When I bring up Andrew Cuomo, I'm not making any differentiation from what I believe about Matt Gates or Brett Kavanaugh. I'm simply saying – I don't think my party or at least my movement ever has. It's the other side that has two different standards of justice. If you're the Democratic governor of Virginia, we will cover for you. If you are Andrew Cuomo, we will do our best to cover for you. If you are Brett Stevens, and this is—excuse me, Brett Stevens. If you are uh, Brett Kavanaugh, and this is um, something from your high school years— that doesn't really add up and the facts don't even make out what cops would basically need for an eyewitness account at the time of the problem and there is a partisan angle to it, we will go into fifth gear to prove that you are in fact guilty and that all women should be believed. So... I'm willing to give Matt Gates. I think he deserves, as every American does, the benefit of the doubt. And let's see. Let's see. If he's guilty of the things that are said of him, then I hope he'll do the right thing, which we all know what it is. Leave. Leave. Our movement and what we're trying to say to America and do for America is too important to be disintegrated. What do I mean by disintegrated? I mean the opposite of integrity. That's what I mean. Disintegrate is the opposite of integrity. Integrity is wholeness. You think of a Navy ship. The captain yells out, does the ship have integrity does that mean it's, it means does it means is the ship watertight airtight can't go anywhere until it is we conservatives and what we're trying to say to Americans and do for this country requires of us to be integrated people of character is the standard of character changed so that it's so easy for them to bring you down on any little thing as people like to say yes and no yes and no we still can discern between the critical and the frivolous yes and no exactly we can still discern the difference between paying off or not paying off a traffic ticket and Trans state, interstate trafficking. We can still understand the difference between an innocent lie and cheating on your spouse or boy or girlfriend. We can still make these discernments or should be able to. So we'll wait and see. And I'm not going to judge before I know more. Because you know what it turns out to be? Everyone who has an opinion of these things knows less. Knows less. By definition knows less than the person who it's about. As we know less than the person it's about, maybe it's worth hearing that person out and giving them the benefit of the doubt when they deny it. Especially especially when that person takes strong political opinions that have pushed back so well and so hard against the culture that is trying to take us down and will use any method it can to do so. So just a story about Mac Gates came across my screen transom here and I realized I hadn't said anything about it and I equally was unimpressed with that initial interview. But I don't think our rules and standards have changed or should change. The media has shown its disinterest in getting the facts right when it comes to things wrong that have been done or might have been done by conservatives. They have shown an allergy to getting things right. And in that they broke this story? And in that there are anonymous sources, yeah, you bet I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm Seth, we'll be right back. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show, 602 I need someone to tell me whether that's Eddie Money actually playing the saxophone in that song. He is a sax – or was a saxophone player, and I'm just wondering if he did that. It's pretty good if it was. I used a phrase earlier today um, as opposing pluralistic ignorance. Pluralistic ignorance is what happened – with Kitty Genovese, it's what happened with that Asian woman who was attacked in Manhattan yesterday as bystanders watched. I think that's what happened. Pluralistic ignorance. It's the, um, it's the uh, phenomenon. That's the right word for it. It's the phenomenon where people will act differently as a crowd in deference to the crowd than they would otherwise on their own. They'll, 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 they'll sublimate their character, their um, decision-making, their um, instincts to that of the group. So the more that don't want to be involved, the more pressure there is not to be involved, to get involved and to do something to try and save that Asian woman from abuse, to try and save Kitty being mauled. We see it all the time. The opposite of plural uh, ignorance, I I was saying, I think uh, uh, is in some respects rugged individualism. First of all, you have the difference between plural and individual. And as far as ignorance goes, the opposite of ignorance isn't rugged. But when you think about that phrase, rugged individualism, American rugged individualism, We've talked about it before. It's an important phrase. It comes from an unlikely source or an odd source, perhaps. You might think John Wayne or Barry Goldwater or Ronald Reagan or, I don't know, someone like that. It actually comes from Herbert Hoover in a speech he gave in 1928. And he said, we are challenged today with a choice between the American system of rugged individualism And a European philosophy is of diametrically opposed doctrines, doctrines of paternalism and state socialism. The acceptance of these, meaning the destruction of self-government through centralization and the undermining of the individual initiative and enterprise through which our people have grown to unparalleled greatness. Paternalism and state socialism. That's the opposite of rugged individualism. And it leads to the undermining of individual initiative. What could be more opposite pluralistic ignorance than that very thing of individual initiative? It's an amazing culture we're witnessing here. Are we going to be able to reverse it? We better.